We Saved You a Seat is sponsored by the Oklahoma Family Network. Oklahoma Family Network focuses on supporting families of children and youth with special health care needs and disabilities, as well as families who have children with a mental health or behavioral health diagnosis. Oklahoma Family Network provides families with emotional support, resource navigation, parent-to-parent engagement opportunities, and wants to ensure quality health care for all children and families by building strong and effective family professional partnerships. Welcome to part two of the conversation with Lauren and Mama D. I will let you jump in right away with their conversation already in progress. I definitely see my parents a lot more since we had it. <laughs> and we love being here. And I was like, I know people say grandkids. I mean, most of the times, like you see your kids, you love your kids. But right when people have grandkids, it's like we're chopped liver. Like, yeah. Me, me and my sister don't exist anymore. <laughs> it's the babies. But yep. Yep. We, we, Lord, since your mom is there, why don't you describe if there are other listeners out there as far as um, maybe mother-daughter combos, what has your mother done for you that has been, that she's done so well that you say every mother needs to be able to do this for her child if she has a grandchild that has a terminal diagnosis or, you know, living that medically fragile life. Is there something that you can kind of pinpoint and say, my mom did this very, very well for us. And I would encourage all other mothers and grandmothers to be able to do this for their families as well. One thing I could say is show up. That's the one thing my mom does and my parents do really good is they know, even if we call and say, you know what, you don't need to come. My mom sometimes if she knows it's bad enough, she'll be like, well, do you mind if we still come? It's like, absolutely. I will never turn down my parents coming. And it's like, they'd show up. And I think that's the one thing, like my mom, we had just discussed how some people are afraid or don't insert themselves in. Like my mom does a very good job of being my mom. She doesn't even be my, my best friend, but she's there. And I know that she's always there and she's nurturing and loving and she's there to protect me and help me as much as she can she shows up even if even if it's not to do anything she just shows up and I love that I love that I never and I don't ever have to ask twice because I don't really ask much of my parents but when I call and I'm like I need you to come it's never well how about in a week or call me if something changes it's not that it's okay well, let me, let me get everything in order. Let me, let me get, like, give me a couple hours to get everything in order, everything packed, and then we'll call you when we're on the road. It's never, and I feel like I don't have to battle that. Well, are they going to show up? No one called. Like, I mean, we told them bad news, but no one's reached back out. Like, do they care? Like, I don't, that's never gone through my mind with my parents, like, at ever. And I think just showing up is, show up, show up, show up, show up, show up. Like, I just, I don't know. That's one thing I could tell anybody who's going through this is just show up. Even if you don't want to feel those emotions, don't put yourself in those emotions then, but show up for people that need you. Even if they tell you they don't need you, they do need you. They need you. Love unconditional. And I mean, I know that that sounds easy, but I think like growing up, it's, she's always been there and just always been very supportive as we talked about being a very supportive family. Um, but I think it's more of her 
taking the time out of her day to check in, even when Evan's doing fine. Like she will FaceTime me and say like, I haven't seen Evan in a while. Like, and I'm like, like, where are you on this? Like, um, but also like when I, like when I do call with bad news, she just, she listens. There are days that I call just a vent and she'll just listen. And she never says get over it or it'll be fine. We learned that not to say it'll be okay. Everything will be fine. She just listens. Um, but I think also too, she doesn't, she'll ask questions because she wants to know where we are, but she never forces her opinion of what we should do. It's more of like, well, well, why does this, like, why is this happening? Why did the doctor say this? And it's not because she's like getting in our face and being like, well, why are they doing this? It's like, she's really wanting to know so she can become in terms with it and she can grieve with it. Um, but she's been very good about like not telling me or Sam like, well, you should get a second opinion. Like, or no, 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 that's not gonna work. I mean, not that I think that she thinks that way, but she's been very of like, what can I do to help? Tell me what I need to do. And even when I don't tell her, like she'll come over and she cleans and it's not, it's like she'll vacuum and she'll dust, but it's never like, or she'll do our laundry, but I don't feel like it's overwhelming where it feels like I'm failing. Does that make sense? Like some, and I know I've been at some people's house when their mothers come in and it's like a tornado. Like, it's like, they're picking up. It's just like it, the overwhelm of their emotions are just spilling out and it's like breathe go take a walk <laughs> like but I don't feel like my mom does that when she comes it's more of like how can I take the burden off of you you're going through a hard thing you're doing a great job she reminds me all the time like when I like that first conversation I had with NIH it was oh my gosh they're asking me about feeding tubes and all these like other crazy things and like what are we doing? And she just kept saying like, Lauren, breathe. Like, you're not there. Like, that's not happening right now. I'm like, yeah, but it's going to. She's like, but it hasn't happened yet. Like, and I think I get a lot of that from my mom is like, faith, the Lord will provide, even though like the one thing she really taught me, and I don't even remember if you remember saying this, but she was like, God has a plan. And sometimes it sucks and it doesn't feel good, but his plan is better than anything we could ever imagine. And I like, I can hold on to that because it's true. It is true. And if we, and it doesn't matter how much we fight or we want to um, wrap ourselves around that, you know, like, oh no, it's my way or no way. Um, you're always going to come back to, hey, um, we are, you're going to get to the point as, as a believer, you're going to get to that point where God tells you, okay, you're going to be here. How you get there is up to you. That's that's your choice. But you're still going to end every. So instead of fighting it all the time and going, okay, I want to go. I'm, I'm, no, I want to do it this way. Um, we've just learned to, hey, you know, which way is going to be the best way and which one's not going to frustrate us as much um, type of thing. But with Evan, um, you know, we, we, we know that, you know, do we have another year? Do we have another two? Do we have a, you know, do we have six months? A week. We don't know. That is very good. And I'm just imagining this relationship that you guys have is a very calming. It's like, you know what? I see something on the floor. I'm going to walk over and pick it up. Oh, you haven't done laundry. That's fine. I'm let, let me do it for you. I knew the second my mom and my grandma walked in, it wasn't that they would tell me they would just start cleaning because that's the thing they want to help. And it's really a stress reliever for them too, is 
they want to be productive while they're here. So they try to pick up, try to clean. Like my grandma, my mom, when I went uh, to the doctor today for something real fast, they had my house vacuumed and mopped. Well, we have what, 13, we have 14 people, people in my house. Mm -hmm. So it's going to get a little dirty, but that's what they're, they're, that's their love language too. Then like people don't understand too. It's like, I have a child. Yes, I have nursing, but I also have an infant who is very demanding. And the only reason why he's not in here right now is my grandma took him for a walk. Like, let's be honest here. So like, I can only spend so much time doing certain things and the things that I need to be done are not in my garage. Yeah. So I have to pick and choose what's my sanity. Is it my garage being clean? Which I have to say, since the last time my mom it was here, it, and there a lot of a big dent has been done, yes. but I just feel like it's been... That's like the constant joke. The day that they come and there's nothing in my garage, <laughs> they're going to think that I, that I moved. <laughs> but again, you know, these are things that we can laugh about. You know, it's 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 not a big deal. You know, it's a storage right now for them. And and so we really figure out, I mean, Evan, you know, needs a lot of support. And, um, you know, so we don't want to clutter up all the rooms by, and we could, we could easily take all that stuff from the garage and put it in, but why? Um, I'm not using it. It's just go out to the car. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I just need to get through. There's just so many sentimental things and I am not a hoarder. Like I don't feel that I'm a hoarder, um, but there's a lot of sentimental. I'm a very sentimental person. Yeah. So when it comes to my mother-in-law's, all of Sam's mom's stuff, like I really want to go through it to see like what I want before I get rid of it. And I kept a lot of it because like I have my brother-in-law recently got married. Like we don't know what she wants and I don't want to like get rid of it because she hasn't seen it yet. Like that's not fair to her or if she has kids or if I have kids, like all of the, even though we're not thinking about it now, I think generations from now, because I'm a very sentimental person where other mm -hmm. people are like, no, it doesn't go with my house. I'm not, I'm going to get rid of it. Where it's like, uh, I mean, I would have loved something. Like I have stuff from my great grandmother. Like I want stuff that's sentimental that they've touched that they, that connection with. Yeah. Not everybody is like that, but I am. And I rather, it's not doing anything in the garage. It's just hanging out. Nothing's going to get ruined out there. Yeah. Just um, one day at a time. <laughs> garage is not the day. I'm, I'm with you. Today's not the day. I... <laughs> it is too hot. <laughs> if it's not done by like 10 o'clock here in Oklahoma, during the summer, it is it's not, not really getting done. done. <laughs> it's feeling a little like Houston today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how are y'all going to incorporate Evan this weekend in all of the celebration that y'all do? Well, he's having a birthday party. Yes, he gets his own birthday party. We haven't figured out what day. So uh, each of everyone does. There's um, actually two. Ada and Evan's birthdays are both in October. So they'll go, both get, a, um, you know, get them. A, I think we're going to do cupcakes for everybody. So um, and could you, you know, imagine everybody getting a cake? We have no, a lot of people who have different birthdays. No, we're going to do one cupcake per person. They get their own candle and they can eat their own cupcake. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll throw all that in. My niece sent down a whole lot of stuff for birthday, um, stuff. So balloons and everything. So we got all that. So we're going to have some fun. It's going to be, and we still have relatives coming in today. Yeah. My so sister and my nephew come in tonight. So party starts tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And a lot of it to incorporate Evan is just being in the same room with yeah. him. Yeah. Just for talking him and yeah, for him to even hear the commotion yeah. or to be able to see it, um, that's huge. Yeah. 
So we kind of sit there and even if we're watching the Olympics and stuff like that, and every now and then you'll see him, he, he has a, he has an iPad in front of him that they, that they play, but every now and then you see him trying to watch the TV, you know, he'll like lean TV. back and like, oh, okay, what's going on? <laughs> Who's winning? Cause you know, we'll be like cheering somebody on or something. He wants to, wants to see what we're doing. So um, it's pretty cool. It really is to, to have him interact with us is, is awesome. And it, and it, I have to say though, it, this time will be a hitter, and I feel bad because last time they came, all of them came. Evan ended up in the hospital for a month. Like we were in the hospital for that long month stay when they came halfway through, and then this time, like Evan hadn't been doing very good. I would say, um, about three week, two two weeks maybe. We haven't hit that three week mark, and then we changed some meds up, hoping that it would get better. And every once in a while, like I said, like there's like yesterday, he had a great day yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um. But you can tell, even my mom walked over, I was like, I think he's having seizures. And I walked over, I'm like, oh. I mean, like you, and, but we've maxed out on medication. So it's like, I don't, can't do anything else. So like, I just hoping that the medication that I just gave him will kick in soon. And then, um, but he's been like today, Ada, my niece walked into my room with me to help me move because she asked what she could do to help. And she helped me move all of his equipment into the other room so I could move him in. And she's like, he's talking because he was like making noises. I'm like, he is. And she's like, and I think he might be smiling. And I was like, he's smiling, but they're not around him enough. So that they always question like, well, is he actually doing this? It's like, and then they're now learning that like, yesterday they were all at the pool. So they were coming in a little bit. And then today they've all been around him and he's been wide eyed open. Yeah, yeah. And they all know, like they can touch him They're They all know to wash their hands. They all know to like use hand sanitizer when they're going to touch him. And they like Ada used to go up and sit on his pallet with him and would just like rub his head or his hands or just touch him while they're watching some movie. And, and but I mean, it's like what twice a year that we actually get to, to spend quality time a week or yeah. plus with them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so it's just spending more that quality. Yeah, just being in the same room with them. And not separating ourselves from him. So. And you'll you'll see every once in a while you'll walk in and somebody new will be sitting there next to Evan. Yeah. Everybody takes like they all want to, and they'll all take the, the moments to sit with him. All the all the kids will do it. I'll see my grandma sit with them because like yesterday my mom was like, "Are you aren't you going to go to bed?" She's like, "I'm just going to sit here for another minute." Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not in a hurry. Like, I'm loving on my great grandchild. Like. Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> no, she just told me she was tired. She was going to bed. Next thing I do, I come in and then she's still sitting there. I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> she forgets she was going to bed. <laughs> well, and also too, a lot of us, a lot of them will hang out with Evan if no one's in the room. Like, because today I have a nurse, but tomorrow and Sunday I won't. And like in the evenings, we don't have nursing. So, and Sam's out of town. That's why my family came in and my mom Grace Lily told her, told him if he wanted to go on a trip, now would be the time because there's going to be so many people in the house. So he went on a trip. So they'll sit with Evan and they'll tell me, hey, Lauren, like if I'm in another room, he's coughing. So then I'll come back in or my mom will suction him. So it's nice to have so many people in here and they all know, they all have like a role and they don't even know it yet. Like they just yeah. know if no one's in the room, we sit in here like just to hang out with Evan until somebody else can come and hang out with Evan. Yeah. Evan's never alone. Yeah. And you've got extra eyes watching him. Mm -hmm. yep. He's one special kid. Yeah, and I don't think we know that. 
as a family yet that how special he really is. Yeah, he's, he's truly a gift for your family in so definitely. many ways. Yep, definitely. Nothing well, happens without Evan. And that's one of the reasons why they're here was we could have, we usually, we would fly with Evan to New Jersey because like majority of my family, my mom's family lives up there. Um, and it like my mom would have to travel or I would have to travel. So we just travel up there or somebody would, everybody has to travel somewhere. And they have the majority of people up there. Um, but that's the reason why we're here was because Evan can't travel anymore. And my grandma and my, that side of the family does a really good job of seeing that and not having my, me and Sam make that decision of whether we're going to leave Evan behind. Because that won't happen. No. They won't allow Evan not mm -hmm. to be a part of it. So if we can't go somewhere on a big family trip, we'll wait. Mm -hmm. And then they will come here and then... Because there will always be time later on in life where we can take that family vacation to wherever we're going to go. But it doesn't, like, right now, it's just not the time. Right. So it's it's very, it makes me feel very good that, like, when we do do family trips with my family, it's, they always, always ask me before they make the trip arrangements. is if we do this, can Evan come? And if we're like, like, now there's no way. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no. no way we would put him in. Unless we got an RV that we can not have him in a car seat and he can lay somewhere, like we're not going, we're not going anywhere far. Right. So, and the, and the thing is, is we could have gotten a hotel room easy, you know, with all these people here. But that the fun of it is being here with Evan and not being in the hotel. You know, like we would probably leave here at like seven or six o'clock in the afternoon, put the kids down and stuff like that. This way, I mean, we're sleeping on. Well, beds and and we're all over the place and you know what this is the fun of it. it this is what it's all about um you know it's 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 fine um and we're all good with it this is the best time you know it's not having that that nice cushy bed or whatever and you know i got a blow up mattress that my daughter came in lauren came in and my other daughter's in there and she's all sucking it up <laughs> but you know i need to buy a new one but, but this is this is the time where you're always going to remember it's fun and you know who wants to be in a hotel room but I, this is this is what it's all about. but i think that it helps too that whenever we travel with my family with my mom's side of the family this is how it ends up because we go to my aunt like when we go up there we're either at my aunt's house or my grandma's house and everyone's everywhere like it we all spread out around the house and everyone has a place and it's blow up mattresses even when we we're my mom was talking about the poconos we used to go to a resort and we had a we had a townhouse there it's very nice townhouse um, but all the kids, we would all sleep on the pull-out bed or the couch or the blow-up mattress. Like, Before. this is this is normal for us when we travel. It's not this, well, I don't have my own bed. Like, <laughs> no, not you here. Can, you can sleep outside if you like. <laughs> you don't have to come. But this is, but like I said, this is, this is. Our family is very family. And, and we have to be with each other, um, especially now. We don't want any regrets. We don't want to look back and go, why were we staying in a hotel room when we should have been at the house with Evan and Lauren and spending that time with them and just doing things with them? Um, you know, like even introducing Ryan to new foods today. <laughs> he got to, from my, from my niece. So there's a lot of things that go on that we would miss if we were, we were in a hotel. You know, so this is, that's why I said, Sam, 
you might want to leave because we're going to just take over. And we do. My, my side of the family, we don't care. We're, we're all for one, one for all. We all. And know. the thing is, if you're an outsider coming in, for the most part, it's like your family, like my, my, my mom had a rule when we were growing up. I'll ask you one time, like your friends, do you want to make a drink? After that, if you want your own drink, you got to get up and go get it. Yeah. Because there's the you, you are now family, and if you can't hold your own, then you're gonna not gonna survive in this household, and that's kind of like yeah. how it is. Is like even my nurses will say like your family's so nice, and I feel very comfortable. My parents, my family, all of them are very inviting. So it's if it's you're new into the group, it's very much like you're already family, and they'll like ask like you, all of our nurses. I mean, we've we've taken them in. Mm -hmm. Numerous times, you know, um, we would just, you know, want them to be a part of it. You know, when they were, when Evan could travel, nurse would come and um, she would, you know, we'd make her part, she was part of the family and she still is, they all are. Um, you know, we may not see them as often as we'd like, you know, a um, couple of them took on other jobs, but we still see them and they come by and we still consider them part of the family. I mean, they've been loving on Evan and anybody that loves on Evan is part of our family. It doesn't, it's just the way it goes, mm -hmm. you know. There's nobody that, uh, as long as you love Evan, you're you can you're welcome. <laughs> so many takeaways for families to just know that they to unite um, when there's when there's brokenness or when there's heartache uh, to create the memories to be willing to sleep on you know uh, <laughs> air mattresses for to just to create some of those memories and so I think all of that was just beautiful. I think everything you shared today was beautiful and just bring um, a grandparent perspective and what you were able to contribute to the life of Evan and um, and then obviously with Lauren and Sam and being that support for them as well because I think there's a lot of um, grandparents raising grandchildren who have had special needs in their life. You know we try and support them as much as possible and I know that it's sometimes uh, Sam is quiet and really doesn't express his um, emotions or his feelings. Where Lauren just, I, I you know. She, I've always been that way. Yeah, like she's always just kind of told her, um, she's not afraid of her emotions and, and all. And she'll, you know, she'll listen to a song and she'll be crying. And I know why she's crying. Um, but Sam doesn't have that um, more of a um, heart to heart. Uh, and he may with his buddies, but we don't hear it as much. So, um, but there are some times when you can tell um, there was an incident. Lauren and I went to pick up some food and um, Evan tanked. I mean, we had Ryan too. Yeah. And he tanked. Um, and my husband got up and walked over because he had already seen Evan tank with Hannah and Lauren and saw what they were doing. So he sat on the couch and he said, Sam, I'm here. If you need to pass him to me, I'll hold him while you work on him. And Rick was reading the numbers and it got real low. And here's Sam, he, this is through my husband now. And he goes, here's Sam going, okay, Evan. Okay, come on, Evan. Evan, let's go. Evan, come on. And he was talking to Evan the whole entire time. And he said, all of a sudden, whatever, Evan started coming back up. So they were all, but he said after that, he said he knew Sam needed to just be left alone because it was emotional. And, and 
he said, has he ever gotten this low? And he goes, never. And he goes, I almost thought I was have to bag him. And Rick goes, really, you know, that bad. And so um, they both, and, and my husband said, I don't think I can handle that. Cause Lauren, it was funny, Lauren and Sam were going to go away on a trip and I was going to watch. She had asked me to babysit and I thought, Oh, I can do this. I know how to, I know how to, I know how to do this. I know how to suction him. I'm, I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm a pro at this. No, I'm not. I just thought I was. And my husband goes, you are not going unless she has a nurse 24 hours because I saw what, and, and the emotion that it took on him, on my husband, he didn't even do anything. And there was Sam who lives with this. Um, and he said, he said, as much as you think you are ready, you're not, you are not going to be ready for this. And if he tanks the way he tanked, he goes, you may, you'll be strong and you'll do what you need to do. But afterwards, you are not going to forget the trauma that you just went through because it was your grandchild. And I thought he's, he's right. And so I called Lauren back and she goes, oh, by the way, our plans changed. And I was like, oh, thank God, <laughs> you know, again, all about the timing, wasn't my time to come up here and babysit. So I was like, but the fact that she was willing to do it because I, I needed someone really for Ryan. But the fact she was like, yeah, what days do you need? It wasn't like, oh, let me check my schedule. How am I going to get I'm out of sure this? Sarah <laughs> doesn't understand. But um, but how it was never when I asked, it's never like, oh, I, I don't know. And she doesn't get off the phone going, so how am I going to get out of telling her no? It's, I don't ever feel that way. I've never felt that way, even when it was just Evan. But like, that's when I was thinking about that too, because so we haven't bagged Evan in a really long time. And that last, we had that one day when, uh -huh. and, and we even said when we were leaving, my mom goes, he can handle too. Like he handles Evan all the time. And your dad's there that, that can take Ryan. Like we were, we were going out for a pizza. Like yeah. we weren't going very far. And so when we came back, Sam was like, yeah, we had kind of a rough time. My dad's like, it was more the rough. like. <laughs> but he had been now, in the past couple of weeks, he's been changing colors a lot. And my poor father-in-law actually showed up. And I was on the phone with the doctor trying to get some, um, just kind of like updating him on what's going on and to see if we could get an antibiotic. It was kind of a Hail Mary of like, maybe he's brewing something. We were just not seeing it. I was seeing more neurological and I was on the phone with him explaining that to him and my father-in-law was over and they have been out of town and he was just coming in. So they, he, he splits his time up between three different cities. So we don't get to see him very often. And, and he flew home for a meeting. So he, we had dinner with him the first night he was here. And like the last night he was here, he's coming back over for dinner and he was holding Ryan and I'm on the phone with the doctor, Sam and my nurse, I can hear him suctioning them, but I like walked out the room and all they both go, Lauren, my nurse and Sam. And I walk in and Sam's like, I need you. So I'm like, hold on, let me call. like, hold on to the doctor, put the phone on the floor, walk over. And I'm like, he's gray. And I'm like, oh gosh. So I, I sit on the couch. I literally climb on the couch with him and throw him on my lap. And I'm like pounding on him, like on his chest, trying to get him to cough up whatever this is. And he's just turning more gray and the numbers are just going lower and lower. And like, I finally look at Sam and we're doing this for a while. And I look at him, and I'm like, you need to grab the bag, the Ambu bag. And he's like, okay. So he grabs the Ambu bag. I'm now holding Evan in a, 
position where I know his airway is open because he's not a typical person. You can't just lay him on the floor. His body's angled differently now because he's been laying a certain way. So I have to like try to get his airway open. And my nurse is on, like my nurse has the bag over him and we're bagging him. And it's taking like a long time. And I kept thinking, why is it taking so long for him to come up? And everything said and done, oxygen wasn't blowing through his cannula, which it's a typical mistake. Anyone who has oxygen knows like ours happened to be the seal to the um, humidifier wasn't on tight enough. And I'm telling you from the time that that happened to time that we put water in his his um, humidifier and closed it to this happening had to have been maybe five minutes. Like from that to the incident of me having to pick him up. Um, so it happened pretty quickly. And then everything's said and done. And I remember when this is happening, I told my father-in-law, can you tell the doctor I'll call him back? I mean, it's like seven o'clock at night. I'm like, or have him call me back in 20 minutes because then everything would be calm by then. So he's like, yeah, so I hear him talking to the doctor. We're still bagging Evan. Everything kind of comes like Evan pops back up. We figure out what's wrong, turn the oxygen up a little bit more. Everything's going just fine. And we all kind of take a breath. And I'm like, oh, I'm tired. And we talk about something else. And then my father-in-law goes, oh, by the way, the doctor's still on the phone. And I'm like, <laughs> This is probably like a 15 minute ordeal. And I'm like, hello? And he goes, so that was an event. And I was like, uh-huh. And I'm thinking, oh, great. He's definitely not going to give me the antibiotic now. He's probably just thinking like Evan's passing. And I just, and we, and I said, this was a mechanical error on our part. And of course, as a parent, like you feel bad because it's like, if, you, if we would have rechecked it, this wouldn't have happened. But so many mistakes happen. It's going to happen. Like, and I, I'm not blaming, but Sam was the one who did it. And I kept remembering being like, it's not your fault. Like, this isn't your, like, it happens. Do you know how many times I've had the connection from the oxygen in his cannula disconnected from the oxygen and been like, I don't know why you're not coming up at 85. Like I'm work. I'm trying to figure out everything. I'm pounding on him, giving him and all it is, is it's not connected. And I just. Well, even his feeds. I mean, we, we messed those up too. I mean, yeah, it, these are things that, you know, unfortunately you, you it's going to, like she said, yeah. it's going to happen. We even do things and we're, we're normal, but you know, that happened. Um, but like with me on the pulse ox, it gives you yeah. like, you get that, even though it's the events already happening, you have that reassure, you have that like, it's the events already happening, whether you're looking at them or not. And then when the pulse ox goes off, you know that it's already happening. So like for us, like with that pulse ox going off, it just kind of helps us. We know something's bad's happening, but it kind of reiterates like how bad is this? So when he drops to like the teens or single numbers, it's like, holy shit. Like, and I'm using that word because it's like, what the hell is happening? Like, I don't know how to fix this. Is this the end. And then once you figure out like what's going on or how to fix it or Evan bounces back, it's one of those emotions. Okay. But what I was saying about that is I feel really bad because then my father-in-law is now leaving to go out of town the next day. And he's probably going, oh shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I don't know. And I'm speaking for him, but I could just imagine like he leaves and goes, 
Well, I can tell you that's what your dad did when I when, don't, when they were when Sam was trying to get yeah. him to come back. He was just like, oh. But like I said, we haven't used the Ambu bag in a really long time. There's been a handful. Like when he was real little, we used it a couple times. We used it on that flight to San Diego. The next time after that was when Sam did it, and then we probably used it twice since then. So it's been a little bit more, but I just feel, I feel bad because of me, it's like not that this is a normal thing, but like. I know it's going to happen. Like we're at that point now using an Ambu bag is kind of our last resort. Is this actually going to help him? I hope he doesn't pass away that way. But like if he was fine one minute, not the next, Ambu bag will probably help. And I just feel bad for the people who like my mom and my dad and my father-in-law and his wife who aren't around it all the time to see that and go, However, they take that away. I hope they don't take it as like that experience. They don't just dwell on that, which I don't think my parents do, but I don't know how they see that either. That trauma. It's that trauma. Yeah. You know, you want to carry it for your parents and you want to shelter them a little bit mm -hmm. from those experiences. Um, well, I, want to know, I want them to know joy and I want them to continue to show up. But if it's so heavy... It's so yeah, we easy. Also, you know, you, 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 you say you want us to know joy, but we have to feel, we have to also feel what you guys are going through. Otherwise we're not experiencing that, that, um, the journey. Mm -hmm. We're only, we're only experiencing half of that journey and that's not fair to us as well. We need to experience the whole journey, but I, because that's the only thing that we're going to be able to say, Hey, Evan did this, but look at, yeah. look at the joy that came out of, of that that uh, valley but I feel like too especially with him being so bad right now like we had talked about it's kind of not and I know that you guys don't feel this way but it feels like we're kind of crying wolf but it's like oh he's so bad like we don't know where he's gonna go and it's like well it's Evan who's gonna bounce back which I know that that's not how you guys feel but I I feel like if we keep calling you telling you all the bad stuff it's gonna be like okay where's the good and that's why whenever he gets bad I usually call you yeah, if it's been three yeah, days yeah. I go in three days, this is what I see. Mm -hmm. And then the moments that he's good, what do I do? You call. You FaceTime. FaceTime. You FaceTime. The yep. second that his eyes are open, I make sure that they know we are having a good time. This is a good moment because I don't know when it's going to come back. Yeah. And then we'll have a couple. And I'm like, well, he wasn't, you know, he's having a kind of rough. And then when my mom showed up on Wednesday, she, we've got in the car to return the car, the car that they brought up. And um, she even said, I didn't know he was this bad. And it's like, yeah. Well, I don't but want you, you dwelling. That but you the didn't. thing is, is again, if you don't share those, even those bad times, then then there's no, you know, we don't understand what you guys are going through and how much you guys need our support, um, prayers and all that. I mean, we pray for Evan and you guys, but it's not the same that we can't say, hey, this is, you know, and it's not only me, it's my whole family's like that. I mean, my sister, my mom, um, my uh, brother-in-law you know, my niece, um, they're all, they're, we're all supportive. Nephew. Yeah. My nephew is, you know, he's, my nephew is like always, you know, um, wanting to do something. He'll take pictures. He's coming down now. I'll take family pictures and things like that. So it's always been, um, a, a very strong family support. Um, no one like the shirt says, no one fights alone. Um, and we don't, we all, um, stick together, um, whatever the case may be. So it's always, we always want to share that with, um, you know, we want Lauren to share 
even the bad times, because we have to have that um, in order to appreciate the good times. Um, otherwise, we don't, you don't have that real joy out of those good times, because they're just like everything. Eh, yeah, okay, we did this, we did that. But to know how we got there is so much more important, you know, um, than just actually being there. And I feel like this last year, because I do a lot of stuff on Facebook, too, of like sharing. And I feel like this last year, I didn't share nearly as much as I do with Evan, just because of the journey we were on. And I need to remember, like, I don't have to share Evan and everything we do. And I do like to, but when it's tough for me, or like, I have the joy of like being pregnant and like going through that journey, I wanted to kind of shelter myself during that because I was a the time that we have with Evan, he surpassed all my expectations. But during that time, it was kind of like, I just hope that Evan gets to be a part of this. And then when I knew that everything was fine, that's when I started sharing again of like, like we were pregnant. Like I wasn't going to announce that we were doing IVF if I didn't know like what the outcome was. And we would never change this. Say my best friend on Fridays. No. Say we would never change it. We're, we're, it, extremely blessed yeah. that we get to have Evan in our lives and now have this one. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of We Saved You a Seat. Oklahoma Family Network promotes family-centered care and provides tools so families can make informed decisions, advocate for improved services, build connections among families, and serve as a trusted resource in health care of children and young adults. If you would like to become a supporting family or get in touch with another family, please contact Oklahoma Family Network at oklahomafamilynetwork.org or by calling 405-271-5072.